You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. This is Deacon Paul Trine, and we're hosting and we're broadcasting from the first floor of the Abbey of the Hills up in beautiful Marvin, South Dakota, if you're not sure where that's at. Uh, which I wouldn't be surprised. We're in northeast South Dakota. We're probably um, two hours south of Fargo and probably about 40 minutes or so from uh, Watertown, a little north and a little east of Watertown. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of well, see Minnesota from here. Yeah, that music was the Honor Our Fathers music, Deacon. That's beautiful music. It is. So that means that it's time for this week's Honor Our Fathers segment. We have many great priests who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. So we wanted to honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week we will draw a name, share who the winner is, and find out why that particular priest was nominated by one or more of our listeners. And there's some pretty great priests that are out there, right? I know. Folks, if you're not submitting a name... um, then you're not, you're not, you're, this, this is a Donuts. little subsidiary, <laughs> subsidiarity too. When you, when you call in to your legislator, they want to hear from you and if your vote makes a difference. Your vote for honor your father makes a difference. So if you, if you're sitting on the sidelines going, you know what? I really should do that. I, yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Give them a it'll call. It'll be fun. It'll be great. And it will honor your father. Yeah. These days, I think that's very, very, I'm going to say it one more time. Very important. Well, and today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Kubacher Trucking. Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rocks for your needs, topsoil and lawn and garden. Plus, dust control application for your roads. You can contact Jack at 307-680-1814. Love businesses like Kubacher Trucking that get out there and get it I done, know. right? They do. They, they are do. people. They just go and say, all right, what do we need? Where do you need it? All right, here we go. So do you want to make the big announcement on who is the winner this week? Are you kidding me? She's never let me do this before, folks. This is a big day for me. Um, Father, no, this is a priest. This is a priest from the Rapid City Diocese. Yes. Rapid City Diocese. And you've got got a history with Rapid City Diocese, right? Oh, yes. I know him. Yeah. So this is Father Tim Hogue. Father Tim Hogue, who's from Blessed Sacrament Church that's over in Rapid City. I used to attend that church back when I was going to School of Mines. It was on the other side of town, over by um, Canyon, side, yeah. the Canyon Lake area and stuff. It's beautiful. I'll never forget one day I, 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 I hurried out. Now, this is like 30-some years ago. Hurried up and put the kneeler down and hit a little old lady's leg. And she, oh, didn't, look at, she didn't look at me with much mercy. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But this is probably way before Father Tim Hogue's day. But um, <laughs> what a wonderful, what a wonderful great gesture. To the people, to the priests, and the, to the, the parishioners of, of Blessed Sacrament. So. Yeah, so Bernie nominated him saying, Thank you for all that you have done to keep our church open and thriving. You are blessed, and you give the best homilies. That's a pretty beautiful statement right there. I know. So, like, I've delivered donuts to these priests before, you know, like if they're in our area. And I bring... We bring this sheet that says why they were nominated and what the quote was, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. you, I don't think our priests are thanked enough. No. It always blows me away how excited they are. And it's, it sounds really silly, but they are so grateful 
to be nominated and to have, you know, and I always try to make a big deal out of it and have everybody show up and we surprise them or whatever. And it's just, they need that recognition. Yeah, they do. And, it, and I, I want to, li- what Bernie said about Father Hogue, very short, not, not long, but thank you. First of all, he says, thank you for all you've done to keep our church open, mm. to keep our church open. Who would have thought that that was an important thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I can see little towns, little small um, rural areas to keep the church open, but mm-hmm. this is a thriving part of, of Rapid City that's had a hard time staying open because we know why, the, the virus and things. But not only open, he says, but then he says thriving. Yeah. That doesn't happen by itself. No. It doesn't happen by Father Tim by himself either, but with his leadership and with yeah. him following and obeying the Holy Spirit. And then the parishioners coming in line. He's a shepherd, right? Yep. He's a shepherd. So that's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm going to give another shout out to Kubacher Trucking, who sponsored today's Honor Our Father segment. Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rocks for your needs, topsoil, lawn and garden, plus dust control. So you can contact Jack, 307-680-1814. So that's it for... Jack's going to get it done with Kubacher, right? Kubacher. He's a get-it-done guy. They're going to get it done. Yeah. Good, good, good. So I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about the Abbey of the Hills. Yeah, we're going to have Dr. Paul Carson on by phone in a few minutes. But um, before we get to him and, and, and revisit some, some things that... You know, he's a physician up in the Sanford um, Fargo area. We want to get his um, perspective, a Catholic physician... On the, on the things that are going on today. In, I like in that the world. Catholic. I I do too. <laughs> and I, I got to say this um, before we get on the get on the air with Father, or with with Doctor Carson. I got a, a a really good friend of mine. He's actually he's a friend of the Abbey too. Uh, he used to be my physician, and then he um, started working for the University of North Dakota School of Medicine. Uh, a little shout out to Doctor Brian Delage. And um, anyways, um, Delage is a He's a terrific guy, and, and he's, um, he's, he's a colonel in the Air National Guard. He is a flight surgeon. He, he's got a great family, Christy and, and his kids. Um, and he's also the, the beekeeper out here at the Abbey, okay? I mean, <laughs> how do you top off some of those other things? Yeah, he's a colonel in the Air Guard, right, but he's a beekeeper. He's a beekeeper. And I, I shot him a quick email when I when I recognized who was going to be coming on. I said, "Hey, do you know this this father or this this Dr. Carson?" And he goes, "Yeah, he's a really good friend of mine." And Dr. Delage says, "Hey, why don't you call me up and, and talk to me about him?" And I go, "I'm on in 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't have the time." Not yeah, well, let's so, talk about the Abbey. Yeah, yeah, let's talk, talk about the Abbey because um, Dr. Carson is going to be on after our 10 o'clock break. Yeah. And so we've got a little bit of time here, about 20 minutes, to discuss the Abbey. And I, I kind of want to highlight the Abbey just because I don't think a lot of people think about it yeah. and don't realize how close they are to it. Yeah. And then if you could tell us some of the things that happen here. You know, I, you, when, when Chris Motes talked about the subsidiarity, I think of Vatican II, and I think about that's a term that I associate associate with Vatican II that um, we're supposed to do things on the on the lowest level. You know, we've got a hierarchy of the church and the Vatican. Some people will never get there and they'll never experience that. And Subsidiarity means, again, um, what comes about in the church comes about on the, the most basic level, the, the, the very most 
a personal, I would say, one-on-one level. And the Abbey of the Hills is a retreat center. And I, and I, I was thinking about that after Chris was visiting with us about that terminology. And I think that's where you experience the, 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 a retreat center can be a place. The Abbey is a place where people can experience the presence of God in their heart and his call to them on the most basic level. For example, for example, we've got a men's Lenten retreat that's going to be coming up February 12th through the 14th. February 12th through the 14th. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful opportunity for men to, to, step, into, to step into Lent um, as, it, as is occurring the weekend before Ash Wednesday. And it's at that most subsidiarity type level that they're going to encounter the love of Christ. We talk about... Um, the wreck, residents encounter Christ mm-hmm. in the prison. Jesus is real, and his call is real to them. There's that time to hear him, and there's that time to visit amongst like-minded people of faith that are encouraging us on our walk. There's an experience of, of, of witnessing the real presence of our Lord during Mass on these retreats. The, the, the adoration opportunities, the times to go to reconciliation and, when I say, scrub up our soul and have Christ take away these sins for us on that most basic level. So the, 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 the idea of subsidiarity at a, a retreat center like, like the Abbey of the Hills is a beautiful opportunity. Um, we, I, off air, just before um, we got going, I introduced Heather to our new um, events coordinator and admin assistant. Her name is Cindy Tremonte. And she comes in here and I go, you guys are kind of cut from the same cloth except for one thing. And Heather goes, what's that? And Cindy, our new employee, is from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baton Rouge. And you're not going to, you're not, it's not going to get past you the way she says, y'all got to be patient with me because I'm from Louisiana. Okay. But she's called in just the most unique way is called from Baton Rouge to be a part of this Abbey family to uh, be a, a conduit of God's love, God's peace mm-hmm. through the Abbey. And it's been a heck of a year for everybody. It was a heck of a right. year for the Abbey, you know, because it was, it was retreat yeah. after retreat, event after event that wasn't occurring because why? We gather in groups of you know, 25 to 50 or so here. And there was a lot of... So are you able to have groups of people? You know, we are. Praise be to Jesus Christ. We're we're utilizing really, really strong um, PPP type of um, um, protective um, um, measures and Mm -hmm. safety measures and things like that. We had a group of priests that came in a couple of weeks ago that were here, about eight guys. And then last week we had a group from the same St. Paul Seminary that I was talking about earlier. These were third-year students. So about 20 folks from them, from, from that area, came last week for a silent retreat. And then the, the first and second-year students are coming, are here right now for a not-so-silent retreat. <laughs> We've got our Days of Recollection, which we bring in Catholic speakers to, to speak about some really, really wonderful um, Heart touching, and 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 they're they're the first or the second Tuesday of every month, and the people that are coming to those, I mean, we'll we'll get thirty to forty people that'll come to those mm-hmm. things, 
because they're hungry. They're hungry for the Word of God. They're hungry for the real presence. Yeah. But they're also hungry for community. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. I was reminded by five words recently. In, in communion, we find God. Mm. In communion, we find God. Now, 2020 was a year of some firsts, wasn't it? Mm. But it wasn't a lot of communion. Right. And I think there's such a hunger for that, for our spiritual health, for even for our physical health. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of different events, but we're hoping to gain some traction and we're excited about 2021. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more bantering time with Deacon Paul Trinan and myself, Heather. We'll be back in just a few minutes right after this break. Stay tuned. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. For more than 20 years, the University of Mary has watched students thrive through affordable, flexible, and formative online education programs. Now, we are delighted to announce the expansion of these offerings with the robust portfolio of advanced education options created intentionally for the Catholic working professional. Our programs offer accelerated formats with classes beginning every five weeks throughout the year and the potential for a return on your investment in the very first year. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. Welcome back as well. I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. We're at the Abbey of the Hills up here in South Dakota, kind of on the confluence of Minnesota, South Dakota, yeah. and North Dakota. So it's great to have everybody listening. Welcome again. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to come up here and hang out at the Abbey. It's such a peaceful place to be. And I wanted to take this time to let Deacon Paul Trinan um, brag about the Abbey. 
I don't know if it's bragging because um, it should be. I, you know, you, <laughs> I think Saint Paul. Saint Paul talks about I'll brag of nothing other than the cross of Christ mm. and what He's done for us, and and that's what the Abbey has become. You know, it used to be a Benedictine Abbey, right? Who started? It was started by the monks that came from Saint Minard's in Indiana. A real brief, a brief history. They came out led by a man named Martin Marty, um, who happened to become the the first bishop of Dakota Territory when before it was even uh, North and South Dakota states, and um, and Bishop um, Martin eventually became the first Catholic bishop of South Dakota, the Sioux Falls Diocese, and um, and eventually became the bishop over in Saint Cloud where he passed away. But these are the same monks that started the Abbey um, years after um, years after Bishop Martin had passed. They had been living on the, the different uh, Native American reservations in North and South Dakota. They had decided to build their own abbey here at um, just outside of Millbank, near right next to Marvin, um, because of the of the site, the beautiful, beautiful um, rural um, view and what have you. They finished that in nineteen the mid nineteen sixties. They started in the early fifties, um, but because of a lack of vocations, then. Yeah. In 2012, the decision was made to close the Abbey. Well, and I think that people um, might hear the location. Okay, so we're north of Watertown. We're, you know, east of Aberdeen, south of Fargo. And you kind of think of that area and you're like, Ugh. What's out there? Yeah, but it's gorgeous out here. It's gorgeous and it is rural. I mean, it's it's a rural retreat center. It's not a, an urban thing and it's not a... Um, Somebody said, "Oh gosh, it's too bad you're not closer to the Twin Cities." And I said, "Really? No. It's it, it's, it's so quiet." That's the positive positive part of it. Yeah. Is people when they come here, it's a little bit of a pilgrimage. It's a, it's stepping out. It's wonderful. And um allowing God to step so in. So describe the Abbey for those who have never been here. Um the Abbey has a lot of opportunities, but describe the size of the facility. For those that don't have never been here, yeah, I always say there's um there's um there's three areas of the abbey. It's got a beautiful, beautiful church, um, and then a lower chapel as well. Um, if you had a head on every pillow, I'd th- say we have room for about 125 people. Probably have about 68, maybe 70 rooms. And so if we've got a retreat like we do this week with the St. Paul Seminarians that are out here with their, with their tr- retreat directors and whatnot, I think there's about 20 guys, 20 men, 20 rooms. We, 20 could, have, room we could have another one of equal size. And, and oftentimes we will um, have um, confluent if they, if they match up well. Um, like, for example, last week you had a silent retreat. You probably wouldn't have um, a competing retreat going on when you have a silent retreat. But yeah, there's and, and sometimes that's a really beautiful thing to see um, if there's a, a scripture study group that comes and then there's a, a crafters group that's here mm-hmm. and to see that, that influence of them on each other. Because then do they meet for d- meals? They can, depending on if it's set up, because we've got different areas where people can go for, for dining. We've got de- guest dining room, we've got monks dining room, and some others, but a lot of times they will. And, and again, in communion... We experience God, and so it's a beautiful place to gather. And um, again, with with the um, the limitations of the virus that we keep intact, 
um, yet there's still opportunities to gather and, and grow in our faith. And not just grow in our faith, but just to have that sense, that feeling that God is present. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we need to step back to, to experience that. Well, and I've, I've often talked to my mother um, about having a family reunion up here. Just because everybody would have their own room. We're, there's like that, those community rooms at the end of the hall where you have like a big living room and tables and places yeah. to eat. And I mean, it's just like, it's spacious where everybody can be comfortable and happy. And then talk about the grounds. Yeah, and I'll, I'll speak to that community room. It's, we call them our fireplace rooms. They're on every one of the, three, awesome. the three levels. And they're such, you can sit down, whether it's just a couple of you or maybe 20. Yeah. And then there's larger conference rooms where you can gather in, in, in groups of, you know, 150 to 200. We're not doing that now because of our, our, our COVID policy plans. But, you know, there's plenty of room for 50 or so people in those rooms um, with spacing and things like that. Mm-hmm. The grounds, you asked about the grounds. The grounds are, um, we did this video where... Uh, um, I saw it. Jill Adelman, did you? Oh, I loved it. This Jill Adelman says, we've got to we we do something that's really going to be unique in terms of how people have supported the Abbey with their, oh, their outpouring of love. <laughs> and so my son, Peter, shout out to Peter Trine, and he's a freshman <laughs> over at the Lake area, but he's got one of these um, drones. Drones. That was awesome. He, I don't know where he gets this ability because I don't even know how to spell drone. But he, he, I said, Pete, can you do this thing with me where I climb up to the top of the bell tower at the Abbey? We're not going to have any audio, so I'll just hold up. I'll hold up a placard or a, a poster board that says, thank you. And the other side says, God bless you. And um, I darn near killed myself climbing Did up you the really? ladders because it's cold and they're kind of frosty and... But anyways, Pete did great. He just zooms in on me coming in. He shows a 360 of the beautiful landscape around here in, in January. And it's just a simple, beautiful thing. And, and Jill put it to music and heard nothing but great comments on it. I so. loved it. I absolutely loved it. I'm like, oh, now he's a TV star. Look at him. So we're, one of the <laughs> things that, as you look around, the, the, we're, we're sit on about 90 acres, 85 acres. And one of the big pushes from our... Abbey folks, and that's everybody, everybody that participates in the Abbey, either by praying for it, giving of their, their financial resources, coming and volunteering, um, giving their time. There's a sense that they want some stations of the cross outdoors mm. that will be fitting to this area. And this is areas of granite, kind of a granite producing. There's a lot of quarries around here. So we're looking at ideas for that, for an outdoor stations of the cross to be developed in one of our pathways, one of our walkways around the Abbey. We've got two um, small little lakes that are just gorgeous. We've got great little paths that go around there. You mentioned off-air um, a couple of hermitages that are really popular. People want to come and really just be in their own little cabin or hermitage along the lake. And uh, They're beautiful. So what, what are in those cabins? Um, a lot of seclusion. You know? <laughs> it's a single bed. It's a desk. It's, it's a scripture. Electricity? It's, there's electricity. Yeah, there's actually a heater and an air conditioner and a small fridge, an outdoor bathroom. Outdoor bathroom. So you're not you could come to the abbey to to shower and do things like that, but it's it's a little bit rustic. Yeah. And it's. I would think they'd be popular. It's gorgeous. They are. They are, and we welcome. Oh, it's just so beautiful to see folks come and 
and experience that. Something else that we're doing that's exciting and I wanted to make mention of too, since you've given me the opportunity and I appreciate it, is a lot, uh, there's several folks that have, have come together. I know the parishioners of um, Holy Name in, in Watertown and then um, the Lockwoods, the Lockwoods out of the Sioux mm. Falls area have mm-hmm. generously donated towards a project that came to us from Father Mike um, Wenzing and uh, Father Mike Kelly, they both came to this to with the, us this uh, this idea for the Abbey. Why not create a priest's quarters, a priest quarters, and retired priests can come to the Abbey for a period of time, not not year round, because I think that may be too much for a lot of our our pastors to do. But a very appealing idea mm. was to come for a month at a time. Oh my God! You could have that sacramental presence. Um, mm. for our, our folks that are coming in for our retreats. And, um, that would be so amazing. Yeah, and I think it's a step towards something I've been visiting with our, our, very, our very good bishop, our good bishop, DeGrood. <laughs> we banter back and forth calling each other good deacon and good bishop. <laughs> but I've been pray, prayerfully um, pestering. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> Prayerfully pestering for uh, the Abbey to have the um, the real presence on reserve mm-hmm. here, um, and he has been very accommodating and and prayerfully listening mm-hmm. and prayerfully um, uh, um, discerning that right all right alongside of all of us on our board. So a priest a priest. Um, presence like that would be another step towards that. Mm-hmm. When we have when you have retreats like the one that's here right now of the St. Paul Sims, there's always a priest that comes out or um, will bring priests in as well for the, like the, the men's Lenten retreat. We have the real presence on reserve in the tabernacles during those times. But once they're done, then we consume the real presence. And from day to day, it's not here. But yeah. you know, to have that here on all times. Have his presence is, it's amazing, isn't it? We're blessed. It's the source and summit. Right? Well, folks, I am Heather Caro. And I am Deacon Paul Trinan. And we're broadcasting today from the Abbey of the Hills up in northern South Dakota. We thank you for tuning in and listening. We're going to take a break here in just a second. But when we come back, we're going to have Dr. Paul Carson from the Fargo area talking about some Catholic perspectives on a doctor's Catholic perspective. Yeah. You're kind of excited to talk to him. I am. I uh And then we'll have the seminarians on. <laughs> so, stay tuned everyone. We'll be more we'll be back with more in just a minute. All right.